0: This is Metal Recall episode 10. My name is Niall Hope and Aaron Cascala's here. How's it going, dude? It's going good. So this week, uh, we're delighted to uh, introduce another special guest to the show, Simon Mayer. How's it going, dude? Pleasure to be here. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Um, as it's your first time, Simon, we're giving you the dubious honor of introducing an album to the table. So what are we listening to and why'd you choose it?
1: So we're listening to uh, Prometheus, the album by Xenobiotic. Uh, from Perth Australia mm-hmm. Perth is the new uh, apparently the new metal mecca these days so yeah. much good stuff coming out of uh, Australia but uh, this was an album I just completely coincidentally just stumbled upon yep yeah nice
0: um, So before we go any, any further how, how did you get into metal in the first place
1: in the first place okay so this has been you know I wouldn't cons- metalheads wouldn't consider me a metalhead I think but right. I've kind of like been pulled into the metal world, coming from like a classical rock and hard and heavy rock mm-hmm. kind of like music taste, and it was it's all started very very early. Really, I uh, I, uh, I know you guys have brothers, right? I have yep. four brothers uh, and one sister. All of them uh, older than me, uh, loving type. Grunge rock and classical rock, so I had a lot of influence from that, and uh, you know I started listening to the to some of the classics, especially Led Zeppelin. That yeah. was my that was my bread and butter uh, when I was uh, yeah early teens.
0: Nice. Oh great, that's quite a, a jump from Led Zeppelin to deathcore.
1: Right. It's yes, exactly. <laughs> hmm. But I,
2: yeah, but, but I mean, if we're gonna go back to the roots, I can't argue with that. Like I had, no. I think. It sounds cheesy to say, but I think every teenager had the Led Zeppelin phase where you went through every Led Zeppelin album and just like, it's ironic because Led Zeppelin, when they, when you, anytime they've been referred to as heavy metal, uh, I think they always denounce it. They don't like to associate themselves with heavy metal.
1: I I would denounce that as well. I mean, I'd think of it's like if, if Black Sabbath invented metal, Led Led Zeppelin invented hard rock or heavy rock. Yeah. yeah. I'd agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree. Yeah. It's well, something that we've always
0: talked about on the podcast is that you have these almost gateway bands. Mm-hmm. Sounds like Led Zeppelin was that for you. Yeah. Um, sure. I think for me, sort of Motorhead, ACDC, I think you mentioned like Van Halen mm-hmm. for you. Yeah, sure. Kind of opens be. the door, and then once you're in there, you start to experiment, you start to... The next level of heavy. Keep getting heavier and heavier, Yeah. which kind of brings us nicely to today, because this is definitely...
1: Yeah, I mean, that I'm a little bit album. younger than you guys, but you like, I'm sure we all have had faces growing up. Sure. And, and i am got to say Deathcore is pretty new to me mm-hmm. in that sense. But, you know, I've um, when I think back to what I've actually been listening to growing up, a lot of it actually is some heavy shit. Um, you know, I went down first, like, the road of, like, Led Zeppelin and everything. Um, funk and jazz was all part of that. I had my whole jazz phase where that was the only thing I listened to. And then I just got... Pull back to to the hard good stuff, <laughs> and you know it was, I remember the year when like the I I describe this as like the turning table moment where I I was up three in the morning, um, uh, doing fuck all, and I was uh, well I must have been twelve maybe I think this was two thousand and nine, and Rammstein comes yeah. on to like we had like this television channel uh, it's called just Zed I think it was called which was like a kind of like an HB one television thing where they would show music videos and Rammstein comes on with uh, the tune uh, Mann gegen Mann Uh which is from the Rosenroth album and I just sat there and I had no idea what I was watching I was like what the fuck is this I just yeah. realised you've got a Rammstein t-shirt yes I've got a Ramm- <laughs> I, I had to bring my Rammstein t-shirt because nice. I, I was hoping it will come up no uh, I told Aaron the other day that I'm going to their concert here in, uh, in the, on their America in tour September that's right that's where you he's want artist, to go to he's already secured well. tickets oh, nice. oh yeah, yeah yeah I brought it up at work he's like already got them bitch I oh, got got him. Awesome, yeah, <laughs> yeah. On, like I was sitting there uh, and a half an hour before the ticket release I was on top of that stuff so so they have been. They probably still are my favorite uh, band ever. Yeah, probably. Yeah, nice. but after like discovering Ramstein and everything, you know, yeah. I got just into heavier and heavier stuff. Uh, type every time I die, which is a little bit of that punk is to it. Yeah, and and then you know, Deftones was a big, big turning point oh, as nice. well. Nice yeah. Diana very big fan of uh, of Deftones Def uh, at least some of their latest stuff but, um, and they're due
2: out for an album this year apparently yeah, they're
1: fucking producing like crazy this is yeah. just dark every other year there's a new album from them, and after that um, Metalcore became my the that's thing, yeah. that's where my so that's like not on the death metal side kind of things, you know. I'm from Norway, I should listen to mayhem and all that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> never really liked it, to be yeah, honest. No, Metallica and stuff never really did it for me on the lighter side of the metal side. So it was always kinda of like that, that hard, but it also needed to be heavy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And um, Aaron, were you familiar with Xenobiotic before Simon suggested that we do this album?
2: no I was not and that's uh again part of the the fun of doing this podcast is <clears throat> pulling out bands that we may or may not have heard of heard of and going down the rabbit hole of exploring uh that band and uh, whatever sound they bring to the table so I'm um, new new to this exposed completely by Simon so here we are and
1: you too now right yeah, yeah. i I'd,
0: I'd never I, I must confess that i don't even really know too much about the deathcore genre Mm. at all yeah i think i was i read um doing my research which was a little bit hard because this is obviously a a fairly recent band so they Mm. don't have the wealth of internet sort of information that Mm. we've had with a couple of the other bands but um i think a couple of the other bands that they were described as being similar to um they talked about fit for an autopsy yeah is that right i'm familiar with them fallujah which aaron introduced me to um, and speaking of Australia, yeah. I was um, I've, I've I've been through a Parkway Drive phase yeah. before in the past, <laughs> so I'm familiar with <laughs> yeah. some of the things around the genre. Yeah. Um, but the uh, this album this band was completely new mm. for me
1: i, I feel uh, like I d- this is probably why i like this album so much is because i definitely recognize the metalcore side of side of things mm-hmm. uh that they, they i think they do this is what deathcore really is it's just a beautiful mix of of metalcore and and death metal and extreme metal
0: yeah yeah nice yeah um right so as Simon said, we are here for Xenobiotic Prometheus, which was released in 2018. But um, before we go any further, Aaron, why don't you take us to 2018?
2: Absolutely. Get a fat stack of uh, mm-hmm. printouts here—a long laundry list of albums that were released. Yeah. But I'll just set it off with uh, two big pieces of news that happened in 2018. Uh, In January, Slayer announced plans to embark on a farewell tour after 37 amazing years together. That's profound. And then we lost Vinnie Paul, drummer of Hell Yeah, former drummer of Pantera, and Damage Plan died from uh, dilated cardiomyopathy and coronary artery disease at the age of 54. So that was another big loss to the metal community. Uh, but when it comes to other related news, bands disbanded, Burzum. Who cares? Um, <laughs> Soundgarden. Uh, rest in peace, Chris Cornell. Yes. Um, I'm just gonna blow through go a through, lot of uh, this.
0: Go through the list of of the of the albums because, like you said, this is a fat stack. Yeah, of, of <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna blow through
2: it. it. Uh, and it it covers all bases. It was a busy year, so we've got everything. You know dynamic range of black metal to math metal to hard rock. So Wayne Tain, Wayne Tain released an album, Corrosion of Conformity. Black Black Label Society released *The Grammiest hits. Machine Head put out an album. Philip Anselmo and the Illegals put out their second album. We've got a Demu Borger album. Yeah, I should know them. Yeah, Between the Buried and Me. Uh, ministry, a uh, long time uh school band they put out an album Suicidal Tendencies been around a while The Sword Behemoth yeah, Cancer Bats uh, Reverend Maynard put out an album with a perfect circle The Melvins Math Metal Tesseract
1: Beautiful album by the way
2: Yeah. Uh, Parkway Drive At The Gates Is that the At The Gates album that uh, we've all been waiting on?
0: Mm, I'm not sure I I think they released something in 2014 which was like their first in a long time and then followed it up four years later
2: bleeding through reunited for an album Uh, Jonathan Davis of corn looks like he put out a solo album Yep. ghost put out an album It just keeps going six (laughs) feet under
0: (laughs) if only you could see the stack of papers that are hitting the floor system
2: shoegaze black metal band America, uh based out of the US, Deaf Heaven. Controversial band there. Uh uh personal hero of mine, D Snyder, put out for the love of metal. If you haven't listened to that album, check it out. Mm-hmm. It's uh interesting interesting backstory where a bunch of hardcore bands, I think, uh, wrote the music, yeah, scheme behind the scenes, and then they knew all along that they wanted D Snyder to do the vocals on every song. So it's a multitude of bands that crafted and wrote the songs. They approached D. Snyder to do the the vocals. Pretty sure he definitely wrote some of the lyrics. Nice. But it all came together really well. It's a fun album. Uh, Got a band called Era.
0: Love it. Yeah, I love that too. Who are they? Um, From the Midwest. uh, Progressive.
1: progressive. Or South here in Prague? uh, uh, Metalcore. Metalcore, yeah. Progressive metalcore, I think that's the correct Um, terminology tech tech,
2: progressive it's a a really good album take a dive Uh, going back to black metal Moonspell uh, Alice in Chains uh, an interesting band called Ken Mode Deicide uh, Death Metal Veterans Revocation out of Boston put out an album High on Fire some Doom doom Stoner Metal uh, Monuments Gamma Bomb
0: that's uh, like a new wave thrash band. Yeah. Very nostalgic. Pretty Sol- fun. Soulfly. Yeah. Uh, that album's really good, actually. What, which one's that? Is it Ritual. Ritual yep. Yeah, that was a good album. A
2: band called Bloodbath, which is like a supergroup Cryptopsy out of Canada. Architects, Holy Hell. Oh, nice. beautiful album. Yeah. Masterpiece. Masterpiece. And
0: uh, we'll end it with that. Wow. Well, beautiful year. Yeah. That's quite the list, yeah. Like like you said, a very busy, very busy year. Yep. All right, then. Um, Next thing to do before we jump into... I'm going to take us through some reviews in the review section. But before we get there, um, let's get back to Prometheus by Xenobiotic. And in the interest of judging a book by its cover... (laughs) Please don't. (laughs) Why don't we have a little look at the album artwork yeah. so as a little bit of background um the artist is damien ordino i believe he is a um he's from australia as well so probably familiar with the band potentially um i did a little bit of a deep dive on his uh on his, his catalogue he looks to be a bit more of a character um sort of artist he's done a lot of work for um Sort of computer games, it looks like he's got that style, some some characters from Mortal Kombat, some other fantasy based sort of illustration stuff. But interestingly, and I told you guys this before, but going on his Instagram, I happened to see his location (laughs) Newcastle upon Tyne, which is a place that's very close to my heart, close to to Aaron's as well. And I scrolled down, I saw a picture of him at the Newcastle game, so. let's just say that my opinions on the artwork changed upon hearing <laughs> he's from, forgiven yeah <laughs> anyway um let's let's dig into it um simon yeah when you look at this album artwork what, what do you what are you thinking like
1: well there was a few things in discovering this album and this band that prompted me to think i'm not gonna like this right. and i'm sad to say that. Album cover was one of them. Right. Um, they've got a. Let's okay. Let's talk about the logo first. It's a pretty like classic deathcore or or death metal logo. You can barely see what it says. Yeah. Uh, it's barely legible, but it's it's got that that classic um, death feel to it. Um, I think that's a measuring stick for a death metal band, isn't it? If you yeah. can, isn't if you it? can read
0: it, if you can read it, then it's not good. Yeah, <laughs> right.
1: Um, other than that, like, okay, I I tend to be snobbish with a lot of things, uh, especially my music, which I have uh, no actual credit credentials to be because I don't play a single instrument. But I'm an illustrator and a graphic designer, so I I can be a little bit snobbish there. Yep. Um, it's fairly confusing to see what's going on. It is, yeah. Um, the the but but we we can we can yeah. What is that? <laughs> That's a pinky. No, it's a wing. So the 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 art depicts uh, uh, kind of like uh, on the lower part a landscape of like uh, uh, an ocean and a cliff. And the the album is called Prometheus, um, which is the uh, Greek myth of uh, the Titan Prometheus giving fire to man. Yeah. Um, the uh, called the champion of uh, of mankind. He was sent by Zeus. F- to uh, endless torture where a raven or a falcon would rip out his organs every single day he would get healed and then the next day again it would come out and rip his, rip his intestines out mm-hmm. and that is basically what we're seeing in a very dark and confusing way
0: yeah yeah i <laughs> yeah. i'm glad that you touched on the concept because um, when when you you told us that you wanted to do this album the first thing that came to mind was prometheus Mm. and it's kind of almost uh like a a random thing but recently both me and aaron had watched uh the lighthouse and if you've seen i haven't seen but i really want to go see it so one of the biggest sort of themes going on in that movie is is the idea of the prometheus myth so it's kind of strange a lot of things you know it was kind of it was fresh in my mind so some synchronicity going on yeah i wasn't sure whether um whether you know sometimes bands will just name an album that sounds cool and it doesn't really have the concept behind it and then upon digging into the album realizing that actually that concept permeates the entire album Mm. i went back and looked a little closer at the front cover because same same kind of visceral reaction that you you had when i first saw it it's quite confusing um it's a style that i'm not overly fond of particularly um and, and I, I thought it was actually somebody just in the midst of some sort of tornado. When you yeah. kind of look at the, the wing shape, it looks like it could be that of a tornado. There's yeah.
1: like a storm, there's a, there's a there's some water, and then there's a torso of a person who looks like he's out of a Dracula novel or something like that. It's just, um, yeah... Well, so I said to Aaron earlier that it looked like someone had a friend who had a nephew who liked <laughs> comics books or something. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, my kid can kind of draw. He can do your album cover. Yep,
0: sold. Yeah, but then when you check out this guy's work, he's he's definitely he's definitely skilled at what he does. It oh, might so this just... isn't his best work. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, be kind. Be kind. Apologies. It, yeah. No, but
1: that is being kind it's definitely yeah. been not his best work he's got some fantastic stuff right. on his portfolio and stuff it's like uh i could see i mean i don't know if he's just i don't know how old he is he might no, be just know. just getting into his element and what he's got Trouble. on his uh, on his portfolio online is kicking so yeah. that's it, it yeah.
0: just might be that the the um the
1: field of album artwork isn't Really yeah. where his strengths yeah. lie. And it's their their first Xenobiotics uh, you know, first album too, maybe who knows? Yeah,
2: their first full length. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Aaron, what was what, what's your thoughts on the on the cover?
2: Uh well I'll just be <clears throat> blatantly obvious. I think the the wing of that fal- I didn't see the Falcon whatsoever. And the wing of the Falcon looks like a penis.
0: Well, thanks for just ta- yeah. taking it down to the sewer, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That, that's all you have to say
2: yeah and, and I'll just I'll just nip it in the bud we're gonna rate them as we as we do we rate these album covers it gets a 2 out of 5 for me yeah.
0: 2 out of 5 2 out of 5 well we normally do them out of 10 so is it a 4 <laughs> oh add a, add a, then it's a 4 then it's a 4 it's, out of 10 it's not even gonna go up
1: to 10 mate, quick you know? quick maths
0: quick yeah. maths yeah. alright Simon
1: I'd be 10. Um, because I think the logo is kinda cool I'd yeah. it a 3 out of 10 alright
0: well, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be even more generous than you guys and I'm gonna oh. give it a five. Good.
2: Yeah, I almost went with a five just because now that now that I'm keen on the concept and, and what I'm actually looking at, uh yeah. Yeah. I, I
0: think yeah. I, I think that that's part of it. When we every time we've reviewed an an album cover, we tend to be a little bit more favorable to the ones that seem to be a good fit for the the um the concept for the themes within the album, it's, it's clear now when you dig a little bit deeper what's actually going on. Um,
2: well thought out, not the best execution. No, I
0: think that's a good it's thing. Fine. Yeah, that's a good thing it's
2: to
1: say. It's really confusing because uh, we're going to get into this later on when we start uh, reviewing a little bit of the music, but they've got some really great production value mm-hmm. in how, how well this album sounds. I think this probably was just. Their last penny, <laughs> spent or, or Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, well said. A, well a, speculating said. Speculating here, but yeah. um, there, there's a disconnect there, at least. Yeah, well, no. I, you'll be pleasantly yeah. surprised when you listen to the album, yeah.
0: right? Oh, definitely. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, I had, you know, again, had the same visceral reaction when when I first saw this, and it it do, it isn't a good judge for the no. content of the no. album whatsoever. All right, I'm going to take us into the review section. Cool. So, um, similar to what I said before about the band, digging up any information online is quite difficult, but I do have a couple of reviews. And just as a, as a top line, I didn't find anything that was bad. I didn't, right. Nobody, nobody <clears throat> seemed yeah. to be... Yeah nobody seemed to be down on this album whatsoever there's a few um there's a few points that kind of point to some slight criticisms but they're very slight so the first one i've got is from MetalTemple.com. it's a review by brian metal morton um and i've I've got quite a lot this highlighted because i thought i would uh just read you out a number of things Mm. just as a as a top line he, gives, he breaks his review down into various sort of components. So for songwriting, he gives it a 10. Memorability, he gives it an 8. Originality, an 8. And production, a 10. So yeah. fairly high scores across the board. And I'll read you out a couple of quotes to see what you think. So, this amazing technical death metal album is a must-have. They may very well be in my top 10 favorite technical death metal bands around right now when i first heard this band my jaw hit the floor and i still get excited every time i listen
1: to them that's phenomenal just by if that was all that they got that was like that's a good accomplishment from your first very first album yeah Yeah. that's
0: right um he goes on to say he kind of does a little bit of a breakdown of all the songs but i'll just take you through a few so the first track is prometheus one ether it begins with a very dark sounding riff that transitions into a brutal song the best way i could describe it is if you mix behemoth and thy art is murder mm-hmm. heavy isn't even in the same ballpark as this song as this song as it completely demolishes your eardrums <laughs> yeah. i think that's definitely apt from my first reactions to yeah. this album was just how brutal it sounded right out the gate um, he says the drums played by Mikey Godwin are absolutely astonishing and the guitars are incredible not only do Cam Moore and Nish Rag, Raghaven tear it up with the death metal but they also play some incredible melodic guitars mm. and I thought that was really pertinent because um, full, full disclosure I, I mentioned that I don't know much about death metal and I wouldn't even say that I'm really um, a big fan of the genre in, in general but one thing that really stood out to me was amidst all of the brutality on the album, there are really, really nice melodic guitar parts throughout. So I thought that was a really, really interesting interesting point. Um, he says, Alive is one of those songs that just gives you chills because of how badass it is. Right from the beginning, it had me wanting to bash my head through my table. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I got I got that
2: written down too. That yeah. Cracked me up.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, it's... Uh, Anytime you hear a review or read a review where they're using such um, sort of dramatic scenarios to describe how they feel about it, I think that's a real good sign. Um, Nether 2 hindsight is dark and has a sense of deep anger, but it's also very melodic. And I think, you know, a theme kind of appearing from a lot of what this guy is saying is just the blend between something so brutal and also the the melodic side is is something that makes this album really really good Mm. um just one more thing he says he who dwells in grime is all around amazing but i do have to point out the drum work just blew me away i was awestruck with this song and loved every last second of it yeah now his favorite song on the album is he says his hands down prometheus 3 nemesis it's songs like this that keep me faithful to technical death metal. Hmm. The only thing I can say about this song is that it's perfect in every way. What a review. Yeah. I mean, the majority of them are like that, so I won't, I won't dwell too much on them. But I will move on to one that I read from Metal Trenches. So it gives it an average score of 8.3. And again, similar to the last review, it's kind of broken down into component parts. musicianmanship nine out of nine mm-hmm. so a different scale here okay innovation seven out of nine and enjoyability nine out of nine <laughs> enjoyability so, yeah very very high um i wanted to i wanted to ask you about this right so as the name suggests the release features themes linked to the subgenre of alien core in addition to other lyrical content that deals with issues such as death and mysticism
2: yeah i got notes on that too they're all australian death core alien core technical metal Mm-hmm. I've like, also, they've also thrown with, with prog metal. So yeah. again, this pod is all about defined genres. They, I think they encompass all of that. The alien bit. I don't know what that's all about.
1: I'm not sure what that's all about <laughs> either, but I like all the albums I'm, I'm listening to lately has at least three or four yeah genres. Yeah. I, it's This is why it just gets so confusing categorizing these things because you've got about 20 different terms to... To describe something with these days, just because there's so much, I guess, diversity within the metal world and so many new albums coming out. Yeah, no, true. Uh, I actually
0: wanted to investigate this because I had no mm-hmm. idea what alien core is. Um, is it a thing? It's about. It's a thing. It's, it's definitely it's, a thing. It's very niche. Mm. It's a subgenre of deathcore, which the, the lyrical content or the song content is is focused on extraterrestrial life. (laughs) Getting probed. (laughs) But I don't know that that's necessarily what's happening here. I don't know whether it's Uh. a... A misconception because he's talking about something from greek mythology which Does is not mm, no. extraterrestrial life no.
1: but do you know what the you know the i'll know their their band name is xenobiotic have you guys looked into the definition of what i've that heard means? that oh, no, that, that goes back having. to the alien series yeah it, it means something like a, a substance or a thing that is foreign to the body yeah yeah yeah, yeah, so yeah i don't know you mentioned probes i don't know if that is where if, if, if there's something going on there that kinda links them to, to alien core but um, yeah maybe, maybe maybe but isn't that what they
2: call the creature in, in the alien films? Yeah, Xenomorph. So, Xenomorph yeah,
1: yeah. So it's Xeno a fan, by the way. Oh nice yeah they took it.
2: So Xeno I'm guessing means foreign or, yes. okay. or alien. Alien, yeah yeah same yeah, yeah.
0: that's where that link comes Got from. It. Exactly yeah um this review goes on to say everything about the guitar riffs is stellar with lines ranging from tremolo pick into solo in breakdowns high notes and more you'll find it here totally agree with that yeah um sometimes there'll be a sort of fallujah or the faceless-esque vibe
2: i mentioned that just the other day fallujah and then i go read all the reviews everyone's everyone's citing fallujah
0: yeah no it's great um the blast beat drumming patterns coupled with the breakdowns in the gift of fire make a great team for example equally so nether 2 hindsight is another song that is solid yet distinct in its own right this is what i thought was really interesting about this i had a similar similar feeling when i was listening to it Mm. the sort of melodic death deathcore vibe along with the brilliantly paced riffs are worth noting and the rhythm is one of the better parts of this release i think that song in particular not jumping too far ahead into reviews because it's one of my highlights um, it is, it's weird but there is there what is almost song? like a it, it's never to hindsight I think yes yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, track yeah. six yeah. maybe yeah. it has um, it has a ballad feel to it but mm. it's not
1: but oh, it's, it's not a traditional a ballad, no. it, yeah, not it's not a traditional ballad I think it's one of the hardest no, or heaviest songs on the entire album yeah yeah um, goes on to say the connection between the first
0: couple of tracks in the album with the last two songs is an interesting concept yeah uh-huh so obviously there's an overarching concept but there are four tracks all named prometheus that mm-hmm. have like a consistent link linked by guitar lines that i think are repeated or they're very very close you know okay. it's got a very similar yeah. thing it does have a slight con so i'll be interested to get your take on this mm-hmm. the musicianship is very competent but there isn't really anything too new or unique brought to the table for the most part the, the band refines the alien core deathcore core subgenre and makes it their own also, the instrumentals sound good. However, I wish there was a little bit more to the vocal aspect, such as the range or variety.
1: Yeah.
2: On, on the contrary, I, I <clears throat> disagree. I disagree I d- completely too. I disagree completely. I think I think I think the strength of this album, to me personally, the strength of this album, is they're all they're all technically profic- proficient musicians, and what they're doing is exactly what we've already described: is they're combining the 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 pummeling brutality of deathcore. But they're also bringing this mysterious, eerie, beauty, progressive, m- melodic element that's combined with that. And that's where I get the whole Fallujah uh, yeah. Yeah. reference. Because when Fallujah came out with with uh, their second album, I'll never forget the review, it was very simple and to the point. It said, they did it. Someone finally did it. Hmm. And what they mean is what I just said. They They combined... The absolute brutality with like this beautiful melodic storytelling proggy sound that takes you on a journey. So it's it's punishing as hell, but it's got massive soul and melody to it. Yeah. And they they managed to do that now. Well, now Fallujah might have some some airy cleaner vocals, but as far as Xenobiotic and this album, the vocal cadence is on fucking
0: point. Yeah. This
2: guy. He's got range. He knows and, what he's doing. And his cadence is just like, it's just precision. It's just mm-hmm. pinpoint.
0: I mean, I should point out that the guy gave it a fantastic, like it was like yeah. nines and sevens. I think it's a very, very slight thing. But I would, I, would, I would, same as you guys, I would disagree. Because I think that just, and again, I'm not massively familiar with deathcore, but just the uh, existence of the concept Mm. to me means that they're bringing something unique and original to the table and i think Mm -hmm. that's one of the big strengths of the album
1: yeah what what drives me away usually from like death metal is the utter like lack of invention when it comes to uh just growling Mm -hmm. it's like where a lot of these i just take mayhem for once you know it's the same bloody thing all over I, a lot of the um, the metalcore albums Or uh, bands that I listen to Usually, like that's a big thing in metalcore right now They have two vocalists mm-hmm. uh, A lead and a supporting And that works a lot of the time Usually one's very high pitch And one is a growler uh, These guys don't need a second one They've yeah. got it all in in this guy He yeah. has three pretty distinct uh, tones There's like the the, the sharp and light like screaming growling yeah and then it has got the he managed to pull off the dark the real darkness in it as well the and then he has that 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 fucking groundbreaking very very um metalcore kind of just sh- freely shouting as well yeah yeah I think he does a beautiful job I'm not I'm not concerned about not being inventive enough here okay maybe they're not that inventive but I'm like they're inventive by combining all of those elements. Yeah, is what I'm saying. Yeah, all right. yeah. And you know, if you if you just if you're an artist right, you want to break through as a, as a fine artist, for example, you have to come up with something new because it's all been done, wrong. right? But and I don't think that's doesn't sound like that is these guys concern These are just perfecting something that mm-hmm. we all like mm-hmm. and yeah. combining it in a beautiful way. Yeah, they don't have to stand there in in pink dresses or anything to get attention. <laughs> they they just they just does it. Yeah, they do it. Yeah. I think
0: it's particularly impressive to approach your first album with yeah. such a such a concept. Mm. Yeah, the concept so, helps helps massively helps massively. put it
2: on a pedestal as well.
0: Yeah. One final review I'll read you out is from wonderboxmetal.com dot yeah. <laughs> All all the reviews come from websites I've never heard of. Yeah, it's so just it's blogs. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's just blogs. But it's it's really interesting to see what people say, and I'll just read you out the final paragraph. Again, all positive. All of the aspects that the, the band employ in their work add to the feeling of death metal filtered and distilled into modern deathcore rather than soulless deathcore that's trying too hard. Yeah, I mm-hmm. really That's kind of what you said, like yeah, the soul yeah. to this. Yeah. It's rare to be able to call a deathcore release well-rounded, but Prometheus is one such example. Mm. Yes, it seems the xenobiotic know what they're doing. Highly recommended. Yeah. 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 So. Great. I think that's great. Right. Let's take a little break and then let's get into the um, into our analysis. Cool. all right then let's um start to give our opinions on the album and simon i'm going to kick it over to you first so um what
1: yeah do you think um i bloody love it um i mentioned a little bit earlier about how that i just uh, accidentally uh just stumbled upon this album i was gonna go it's a little bit of a funny story i'll make a short but i was in norway and a friend of mine invited me to go see a um kind of like an extreme metal band uh, I knew already that what like kind of what the genre was. It was kind of like very speedy yeah. extreme metal. So I was like, "Okay, you don't like metal, so I don't know why you're inviting me to this." But I'll go. <laughs> he, he was invited by a friend who yeah. who he worked with, and she sets up these uh, kind of like uh, metal concerts uh, across town and uh, promoter. Yeah, she's a, no, yeah she's a promoter, and she's worked with a guy. Uh, who sets up uh, some metal festivals around Europe and stuff like that. Nice. And uh, he'd gotten free tickets, and he was like, who should I light? Well, Simon likes metal. So I said, yeah. What's the band uh, we're listening to? And he said, "Um, Zeno, blah, blah, blah. And I said, okay, I'll go to Spotify, check them out. And I misspelled the name. I was was going (laughs) to type in Zeno Blight. That was the band that I was gonna go see. Oh! I'm a dyslexic <laughs> mother- motherfucker, so I I, I just right. I just typed in Xeno, and the first thing that comes up on Spotify is Xenobiotic, not Xenoblight. Got it, got it. So <laughs> I was just like, okay, uh, well, let's just take a listen to this before we yeah. go to the concert, you know? And then I just started listening to it. I was like, oh, this is actually kind of good. Yeah, yeah. These guys from Denmark? Oh, I thought there was a female vocalist. Well, she does a damn good job. <laughs> uh, and, um, you know, I just... Uh, the first few tracks, we'll get a little bit into this, but I'm not a big fan of how, like, some of the first songs start. Mm. But then it just gets really good. And I was just sitting there listening, just like, you know what, I think I'm going to like this concert, you know. Oh, I'm down for it. <laughs> I show up. And it's like, wait, what do we we're not this is not this is not a band <laughs> you had only. a xenobiotic t-shirt yeah i already bought yeah I know so, uh, so this is how I came across this album. I wasn't even looking for them I was looking for a different band really yeah.
0: amazing that is a great <laughs> that story that is a good story actually yeah. <laughs> Aaron what was your first impressions of the album when you heard it
2: uh, my first impressions were similar to, to, to Simon's as far as um. <clears throat> it's one of those things first impressions don't always Say everything, but yeah. uh, just going back on it, uh, that intro's, it's overly dramatic, but after you after you revisit the album, it's just, it's all fitting with the concept. Mm. And how else are you gonna introduce a story of Prometheus without, it's just, you gotta have this.
1: You need an epic. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's an
2: ep- I got I got it written down here. It's a dramatic, dark, epic intro. It's like a, there's like a chamber hall echo in the background. Yeah. It's got the classic deathcore, uh, massive amounts of blast beat and double bass yeah. and that just in the intro alone. The tremolo buzzsaw guitars and it's just absolutely heavy as fuck. It's 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 crushing and pummeling, not just for maybe it's pummeling for pummeling's sake at the beginning, but as we've already mentioned, once you get into the meat of this album it's yeah. just it delivers a lot of other good things while still public use.
1: <laughs> you you mentioned something to me uh, the, uh, the other day that it sounds like there's a there's a shift in the in the album when you get to song number five where there's this interlude uh, the song called it's not a song called uh, Forethought yep and the album changes a little bit it gets it gets heavier and it gets more serious in a way yep and uh, that's when you really like oh I'm in the netherworld now I'm yeah and I got a theory on that I'm curious what you guys think because
2: you've got your dramatic intro the first Three or four songs are more, I dare say, classic deathcore. Yep. They're, they're great songs. But that, but that, that interlude, that song, <clears throat> that interlude forethought, forethought, which going on uh, the deep dive of the Prometheus story, uh, apparently the word Prometheus possibly means forethought, apparently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And d- so, did,
0: you, did you also read that his brother... Prometheus' th- brother? Or Atlas, in, in, yeah. In in uh, he he had a brother uh, called Epimetheus, uh-huh. and his name was supposed. To, it was thought to mean hindsight, mm. which is the track that immediately follows yeah. For, yeah, no, it's not the track that immediately. I don't. I think it is the
1: track that immediately follows. Yeah, yeah, neither to hindsight. Yeah, that's that's the. I, I look. I have to when I listen to this song. I have to listen to the, both of them together. I think they work yeah. really nicely together. Uh, yeah as you say like Promethean was a a Greek or a Titan uh, which is a kind of a different species from the gods in, in greek mythology and his brother was uh, the guy that you mentioned he has he has a few brothers one of them being atlas yeah mm-hmm. so he was uh they they were all the foundation of the greek universe really right atlas is holding up the earth uh, prometheus was the one who molded mankind out of clay and gave them fire stole that from Zeus and the gods yeah and was punished for it I was punished for it. Uh, that's what I think is makes this album so fascinating
0: yeah. because you know the um, I had normally when Aaron suggests an album um, or anyone suggests an album that I haven't listened to the first time I listen to it is, mm. is normally when I'm at work because it's like the the main time that when you're getting your head down you're yeah. doing your work Yeah. having a like for me not somebody who's a, um, familiar with Deathcore or a, particularly a fan of it Having like just a cold open to the album without any background, listen to it. I, I wouldn't say that I was overly enamoured with it because yeah. it just comes down to personal taste. Really, were
1: you pulled in at all in the beginning? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. There was
0: definitely parts where you know I, I say this a lot. It's kind of you know when you're you working, you've got the music on in the background, and something like sort of catches your attention. Like, oh, you fl- yeah. flick back to Spotify. Yeah, what's that song? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember that. There was um. There was definitely elements that um, I really liked. Mm. But then it was actually, once I kind of familiarized myself with the whole concept and, and like you guys said, did the research on the Prometheus story, mm-hmm. that's when I really started to enjoy it. And I think yeah. you, you mentioned before, with, with foresight and uh, forethought and nether to hindsight, yeah. listening to them as, as one,
1: I Same. feel like the second act is starting then. But
0: yeah. I, I actually feel like I, I, I kind of struggled to pick out the one song because I actually think this is a album that you have to listen to as a whole, as a whole, because it's all part of the, the experience. Yeah.
2: yeah. I can't argue with that. But let's let's, let's I want to spend a little more time on what we're all agreeing up, upon is, it, it's kicking off at forethought. Yeah. And then the follow up is another two hindsight, and I think it's really. The crux of this album, in regards to the theme, because you already touched on the the story of Prometheus. If anything, the way I interpret Prometheus is he's really, you know, he's not human, but he's the champ. As a titan, the he's the champion. Cha- he's the people's champion because he, he created man from clay. He stole fire and gave it to us. He was punished and suffered for it. He was eventually saved, mm. but then the uh, the other bit. Uh, it was interesting. Which, you know, they talk about this in the Alien films. He's a symbol for human striving, the quest for science, yeah. but also the risk of overreaching, unintended con- consequences. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. that's what I hear in that that song, "Forethought." The 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 whoever's whoever's talking. Okay. Yeah. You don't know
0: what this is. I need to no. know who that is because oh, it, got, okay. because I, well, I, I try I tried to
1: find out. I could Well, find oh, before oh.
2: before you get into this, I'll just tell the audience. The guys, t- the guys talking in what I can it's make not out. It's a song. It's a it's a speech. It's a, it's a speech. A it's spoken word. It's a, it's spoken word speech, and the guy's touching on what it means to be human. Yes. And he's not concerned with uh, the overarching idea to conquer and rule. No. He just you know we need. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. Well, it. so uh, the, the uh, we've we've touched a little bit upon maybe not like just talking to one another that where where this album pulls some of its inspiration from it's a it's a great marriage between a lot of things and 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 Architects just keep coming into mind for me not just because I'm a bloody fan of them, but because they also in at least not their latest album the two previous albums uh, of Architects They've had interludes like this with speeches where they talk about I don't know whether this is a uh, a genuine like we need to bring story in here, or if this just architects do do that. You yeah, break. yeah, and uh, it's I don't know whether it's like uh, hey, people take metal seriously because we're actually thoughtful and interesting right. people. Amen. Uh, I don't know whether it's that because you know I mean people who just not listen to do not listen to metal they just dismiss it completely. It's just like what the fuck is this right rubbish? Yeah, How, I can't hear what they're saying stuff like that. You know, so but the speech is uh, Charlotte Chaplin from the movie right. the great dictator when he is hitler or he because he mentions yeah. goose stepping
0: in in yeah. the speech I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure that i picked that out because uh-huh. i couldn't like, i could distinguish
1: everything yeah I has goose steps oh, are oh wow into, yeah. Yeah. it
2: just got even better that's uh, it's amazing it's, it's profound yeah, that's fantastic it's the
1: first minute of that speech where he is dressed like hitler with a mustache and you know he he's supposed to come up there and make his war kind of like yeah yeah uh, war cry of, of speech exactly and then he's just like you know i don't want to i don't want to rule over anyone i don't know one yeah i don't want to that's none of my business i want to live together human gentile black man white yeah I'm sorry. i don't want to be a flim. that's not my business i don't want to rule or conquer anyone i should like to help everyone of possible. Human gentile black man white
0: That is amazing because I I think I'm always a fan of stuff like that I just think um, having spoken word um, over a piece of music just adds to the the sort of epic feeling that you get from this album so that is that is definitely one of the like I wouldn't I wouldn't put it up there with my my favourite tracks but (laughs) it's one of the highlights of the album because like again it, it just like works so nicely with the flow yeah of everything but I wanted to touch on something that you mentioned in Aaron because whilst we know that we know the Prometheus story mm-hmm. there are various interpretations of it yeah you mentioned sculpting humans from clay but there is also another version where they already existed that the uh-huh. gods the Titans had created them and um, he just empathized and wanted to, yeah. to do that but um I kind of I kind of I interpreted this the, the flow of the album in sort of four parts it kicks off with um, Prometheus questioning yeah. the Titans it leads into giving them the gift of fire and then there's like a large part of the uh, the um, album that I think deals with sort of the regret yep. and the consequences yep. yeah and I think that was coming I've got the lyrics here It's I mean, all my it, fault
1: Yeah. It's all my fault. Oh, it's beautiful.
0: are yeah. oh, fantastic
1: I mean yeah, as the, the review said that you listed up earlier 10 out of 10 um, when it comes to yeah. writing oh. I'm not a big writer myself but I, I enjoyed it yeah, yeah. no it's, it's brilliant <laughs> I, I mean we
0: last time out we um, we talked about uh, The Formation of Damnation oh, by I listened Testament, to that one yeah and um, <laughs> that's like
1: the, the most, 9-11 song the most
0: on the nose yeah, yeah. yeah. storytelling mm. and like what's great about this album is that like you know Roughly the story that's yeah. going on, but it's written yeah. so sophist- like in a such a sophisticated manner. But yeah, I think on the on the penultimate track, Nemesis three, right? No, sorry, Prometheus three, Nemesis. He says, second the last track." What have I done? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm guilty. It's all my fault. And then like the final thing is the punishment, and um, the thing that I didn't. I'll, I'll ask you the guy this: Mankind's betrayal, mm-hmm. my pain eternal my flesh immortal, my pain eternal. Mm. So this interpretation of the story almost suggests that he's handed over the power
1: mm-hmm.
0: and mankind has fucked it up. Yeah. And yeah, then he's, yeah, he's been punished for it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. His flesh eternal is that part where he will get his organs ripped out every night. Yeah. Regrow. That's the right. next day. The right Thor,
2: or not Thor, but that's why uh, Zeus. Zeus punished yeah.
0: him. Yeah. Yeah. While we're while we're talking about the lyrics, there's, I just wanted to to pull out a few lines that I thought were fantastic. Mm-hmm. So you guys mentioned that you felt like forethought was when the album came alive. I actually just think it became more
2: thoughtful and soulful. Maybe because maybe. because the words that were spoken are pretty profound.
0: Yeah, I actually
1: really you get a lo- dramatic
2: introduction to who Prometheus is, mm. and it's yeah. dramatic. It's dramatic and heavy, but then it, but then.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's why for me it just kind of turns. turns into not just another metal album. That's very true. That's very true. I think it really. Yeah, well said. I think, oh, <clears throat> I'll go through. I think yeah.
0: the, the first two, like the, the two tracks that flow into each other, mm-hmm. Prometheus one and two, um, which is uh, Ether and Genesis. Mm-hmm. I feel they set like a great scene for, for both the the stylistic. Mm-hmm. Um, merits of the album but also right. like the content but i actually think the gift of fire is yeah. one of my highlights
1: <laughs> okay that's
0: probably what i'd say is you know forgive me for this if it's not correct but that feels like a very classically death deathcore there's like multiple break uh, beatdowns yeah, like yeah. um sounds almost mechanical at times yeah. it's punishing but the lyrics in it are fantastic like there's there's one line which i really loved prosperity and morality can there be more natural enemies yeah yeah so i think like the the song like the lyric writing in this album is yeah. is, is 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 really really
1: really nice i think yeah. up there We're gonna get to it later, but it was hard picking. It was both easy, but also like on a, it was easy to pick out a favorite just because that came instinctually to me, but on like an analytical level, there's so many songs in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I can't argue with that. Um, Aaron,
0: some highlights for you.
2: Yeah. um, I just start from the top. Easily, my personal favorite is "He Who Dwells in Grime."
1: I just <laughs> say here it's it's sending me links or all, all, it's it's,
0: all week.
2: it's it's ironic because i was reading the lyrics and i don't know if that one necessarily is part of the prometheus story
0: oh it definitely is it is with this for me is this this for me is like part of the punishment process because got it the the lyric which i love Why from there it, right? is when he says it's you, you think you think your fire will save you now yeah, right yeah. right i thought that was Ooh. like the way that he the way that he screams that in that song is I think that's amazing. I
2: think that's my favorite song because it just... I've never heard anything else like it. Yeah. And it, it delivers... A, it's got an authentic, unique sound that is partial to them. Uh, I just... Sonically, it just sounds great. It's not overly complicated. They're not pulling out all the stops like they do in their other songs. All the songs... Um, So, He Who Dwells in Grime is my my top pick. My second favorite is another one that's more stripped down, is Alone.
0: Oh, it's got an amazing intro. And
2: then... I mean funny enough all the songs with the word prometheus or a roman numeral in it are all tied equally for third. Mm. So in that sense the whole album is tied together through not just the theme but just the way they're named.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's that's true. I th- I think the the four prometheus titled songs it's hard to separate them. Prometheus 3,
2: just... I think that's the one where they're they're basically they're jerking off like they're pulling out all they're, <laughs> oh they're pulling out all the stops there like solos, multiple guitars there's different voc- all the vocal range uh, and it's just it's one of the most complicated songs on the album Well, there's
0: there's something that I really like about this album is when everything seems to drop down noticeably it uh-huh. almost gets not silent but it quiets down. <laughs> And then the vocals just come out of nowhere with this real and that that's what happens on on Prometheus 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 where he just screams, What have I done? like out of nowhere and it just like kicks off from the Yeah.
1: me is the glory of metalcore that they've taken inspiration from mm. that kind of like it doesn't have to be fast it doesn't have to be no and that slow is and heavy. yeah slow and heavy is what i'm Chugging. all about and that's gonna show in my favorite uh yeah. song i think yeah because uh but i was i was i was thinking about the one or he who dwells in grime yeah. it's a beautiful song yeah. it's actually kind of it's very metalcore-ish in a way uh-huh. so i was almost surprised you you like that as much but it's a fu- it's just I surprise
0: I myself like all the time yeah, yeah, and yeah. We, we all watched we all recently watched video Watch the video for that and yeah. that's like yeah
1: and I they just, just they stop the music for one second and yeah. everyone just lifts up their feet and even the camera as you say just falls and they're just plummeting into the ground with yeah. their feet and just, it's it, yeah earth shattering Yeah. yeah. it's yeah.
0: interesting that with an album so conceptually strong mm. they chose that song and that style of video yeah you know they didn't try and yeah. reflect any of the it was just down and dirty almost black and white yeah unless it was black and white it, like, in just in a room sweaty head banging mm-hmm. there's one scene that mm-hmm. really cracked me up because it, it cuts to one of the guitarists who's like and i read one of the reviews on youtube it's like i think i think it might have been the guitarist uh i think his name was rish yeah like of course rish had to stand in the darkest part yes yes i saw that too
1: yeah all you see is the whites of his eyes yeah He just Um, eyeballed on the camera but
0: yeah it's it's a good you know although it doesn't reflect the concept of the album i think it's a it's exactly the type of video that i expected them to make
2: yeah and by the end he's crawling on the floor he can't even stand up himself oh yeah it's
0: it's taken out of him and you know you said that that was you at the end of the video as well It's pretty much it yeah yeah Simon yeah highlights highlights for you not necessarily your top track although give me that as well but like what what stands out on this album for you
1: so I when I when I do this stuff it's um, you know I'm probably one of the last of my generation who bought albums, who likes to listen to a full album and not just oh, the, the song by song kind of stuff. You know, nice. you know, yeah, but well, it's it's you know when you have Spotify, that's how you, especially when you're making a playlist and everything, you just pick songs. Of course. And then we you know, talked about that before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but this is what I really like to do is to listen to a whole album and, and and pick out the considerations that the band has done with the structuring of it and i think the structure of this album is just well put together uh it's uh yeah it's uh, but 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 because of that i went through like song by song by song by song mm-hmm. i'm not a big fan of the opening i thought it was meh <laughs> that's where, where, yeah. where i wrote uh prometheus 2 Okay, I'm gonna just gonna. Uh, I wrote the 10 first seconds are rubbish, but then it turns <laughs> great, and the overall song is just lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of the speedy thing, so I'm just like I, melodically. I think that's just bores my brains out. But it's Prometheus 2, I think it's a beautiful song, great song. Gift of fire fucking amazing yeah. at least the second half of it that's when it's like oh yes thank yeah, you it, for the,
0: bringing this the, um, the I guess what I would call the main riff the intro riff yeah is one of the most chaotic faster parts yeah. on the album yeah
1: and but, all three first songs or four songs starts with a very yeah, quick similar, similar yeah one of the things that made me think I'm not gonna lie yeah <laughs> I, can,
0: I mean i can kind of see what you guys are saying there mm-hmm. like i hadn't really considered it but maybe it's just because i'm just not as familiar with the genre is that you're right the first four songs are very similar
1: yeah
0: and, and there was like when i was listening to it the first time it was like very hard to distinguish mm. oh i'm on track two now yeah you know yeah. it's like everything yeah.
1: just flows yeah it, but that's that's a strong point right? Yeah, it, it does, it does <laughs> flow and um you know uh, we mentioned uh, the fifth uh, track Forethought which is this uh, speech and um, uh, I'm, I'm glad we all kind of like felt that we, we all appreciated that one because mm-hmm. sometimes with bands I know a lot of bands kind of like have done it after Architects started doing it at least that's where I first kind of like uh, heard it in that distinct way when they like pull in other speeches or other just to give them more thoughtfulness to to the tracks uh but it works here it it, it didn't become like a cliche that i have to listen to this now (laughs) which it can become you know but but it it works here and and then you just you have this emotional speech which is one of like the old time speech like i did a little bit of theater when i was like younger and everything we we learned how to like how to help whole proper speeches and stuff like that yeah. so
0: always, did you recognise it when
1: you heard it you yes like, That's I did oh, I,
0: I right. first because I couldn't find anywhere online I'm going to go back Charlie Chaplin
1: Cha- say it again it's Charlie Chaplin Charlie Chaplin In, uh, The Great Dictator you're right Yeah.
2: I'm familiar with the film
1: yes I think everyone is it's, and it's not one of them things that you're like this is something that you show every theatre student like this, this is a great emotional speech that's how you hold a speech basically and then he, yeah. he and then it just it flows so well into hindsight uh to neither is that to hindsight. Yeah. that song to me is just perfect that's all I want everything that I want from this album is in that song it's a long song I think it's what five six minutes it's the
0: longest song on the album
1: it's the longest song I think it's six minutes something like that you know it's it's not that long of a song but it's uh, long compared to what a a lot of people are putting out now and it feels to me like it's a play in and of itself just that song it's mm, got yeah i love when when um because when you have a long song like that you can't fuck about you need to have thought it through properly if it's a long song a 6 minute song and it's just one riff and one idea you're going to fall short but they've got multiple ideas in this song and it's just uh, they they switch it up They've got different melodies, different rhythms within the whole song, and it's just it's just a gorgeous song in mm-hmm. my mind. And um the downside of that is that I can easily forget about the latter half of what it, comes of the after what comes after because I've oh I just need to listen to this. Uh-huh. But um really what comes after that is still so strong and so good. Yeah. The one who dwells in grime, mm-hmm. beautiful. Just yeah. power. Pure <laughs> power. And then there's another filler, um, uh, the People's Champion. Yeah, yeah the People's instrumental which is uh, the People's Champion, Prometheus. Uh, and then it just um, ends beautifully. In even the eleventh song uh, is just kind of like one and a half minute long. It's just it's just a beautiful outro to just take it Oh, we way down now. Yeah, and,
0: yeah, it's just yeah. well thought together. It's, it's really hard great. to. Um, it is really hard to pick out the one track. Mm because it, it does feel like you're listening, you're, it's like picking out your favorite scene from a movie. Mm. It's yeah, like yeah. you enjoy the, you enjoy the whole thing. Yeah. But would you, would you say, am I interpreting this correctly? Neither Two, Hindsight is your favorite track if you had to pick one or not.
1: If I had to pick one, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna break the rules and say, I, I need both. I need thought, Forethought and okay. Neither Two, Hindsight. Yeah, I'll allow they, it. Them together it's is symbiotic. 10 out of 10 for me. Yeah. Yeah well i'm um I'm really
0: happy that you said that because nether to hindsight was my top track really yeah yeah, I think this one, and I think this is probably where for me um sorry to keep on repeating myself, but as somebody who's not very familiar with this kind of music, this one really stands out i think yeah. as as something different I think you guys mentioned it, put it quite eloquently that it it just Introduces something different that we haven't heard at this point on the album. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aaron, you talk about this all the time, but I do think this is the dynamic range part mm-hmm. of the album. This is yeah. where the band showcases that. Yeah, they're on Both the ability, like the the actual technical ability, but the mm-hmm. songwriting is like, I just the way this one flows. I think is, is brilliant. it's we I talked about it before. It. It plays out like a ballad, but it's not a ballad as you know yeah. it. It's it's very dark, heavy. It's really epic, but it's it's really melodic. And the one thing um, that actually this was the track that I talked to you about before when I'm working, and I was like, oh, yeah, you check back your... to Spotify. I checked, and the the reason for that was the there's a section halfway through the song where there's like a solo section, mm-hmm. and um, I play guitars. You you can probably see by the guitars Mm -hmm. over there, but I'm always like, you know, I I always kind of just pick out like interesting guitar parts Mm. and the solos, I thought, you know, they were so melodic and really soulful, which you mentioned before. Mm -hmm. I think the, the sophistication, it kind of, that it slows down. And then it's kinda of just swells and then it gets epic and, mm. and beneath the melodic uh, solo in is this contrast of the brutality The between yeah. and, and I just think um that song you said it was perfect. Yeah. I think that they it's- pulled it off. also mentioned this is which i totally agree with is everything that i like about the album in one place and after you've after you've had that track because where it sits on the album it's hard to then kind of what's what's great is it's followed up i think by another one that you mentioned aaron alone Mm -hmm. which i'm thankful that the drum the whole intro it just kind of brings you back to life Mm. um but i also i think just one, one final thought on, on Nether 2 Hindsight there's just a, a lyric at, at the end which he says I can't breathe I can't stop breathing mm-hmm. which is the delivery on it is absolutely fantastic and I okay. think just yeah that for me is is, is the standout from the album nice alright final thoughts Aaron and you rating out of 10 please yep
2: yeah. um, <clears throat> this album's a total package great concept uh, great delivery, te- technical mastery. But the thing uh, that I haven't mentioned that I-, I will say here: there's not a lot of um, albums that scare me, and I'm not gonna say mm. it's like actually frightening. Fright- it's actually frightening, but that it's the tone. There's an eerie. There's an, there's something eerily cool and frightening about a handful of the songs
0: that. It scared the fuck out of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially listening to it here by myself last yeah. it's like, yeah. I think it's I just... need to listen to some pop music or something now yes. just to bring myself back. Yeah, I,
2: I I got a taste of that with a, a similar band, Fallujah, which yeah. I, I did mention it reminded me of, but these guys uh, are... They they stay more in the eerie, evil camp than Fallujah. Fallujah hits you with the brutality... But then you have the aha moment when you hear how beautiful they can come across with 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 their sound. But these guys veered more into the eerie, evil, mysterious, mysterious beauty, where you you knew it sounded beautiful, but it still cre- creeped you out a little bit, mm-hmm. and just stayed in that like, hmm. It just it just fits well with the theme, the the whole Prometheus, the the risk. I like this this. These words, the risk of overreaching, and and having unintended consequences. So mm. it, it it walked the razor's edge, uh, in that sense. So that's why I really liked it. I don't generally tend to run away from things that scare me. It, it was a fun ride. It's a great album. Uh, my score is going to be eight out of ten.
1: Nice, Simon. Um I'm not going to repeat all that because you basically just said what I, all I wanted to say on it. Oh, cheers. It's um it's a it's a great album. I um you know I can't I can't say that a album is literally perfect because I can always find faults in in everything. It's it's uh it's also just frightening giving something a 10 out of 10. I don't think it's that but i would probably give it a 9 out of 10. It's nice. uh, it's so counterintuitive to what I thought I would give it yeah. at the beginning yeah right? it deserves that but uh, I, I always when I discover new albums I listen to it and I think meh and then I listen to it again it's like oh you know it got a little better and then I get really into it and by the fifth time I've listened to an album I'm like oh shit I didn't see all this stuff yeah, yeah. and this album to me just gets better and better every time I listen to it yeah so well said. um uh it's worth mentioning that this was released in 2018 they've got a new album releasing in uh 16 days as of now a, february, during, february 21st yeah more Ma- sure yeah more uh i know of one article that already gave that got a pre-release of it um uh, from what i've seen from this album this album is just uh or, or prometheus has gotten just like eight and above yeah. from from most uh, reviews uh, this album gear got a seven out of or seven seven point eight out of ten from this wow. one reviewer. That's detailed. So, <laughs> yeah, enough I an eight. <laughs> yeah, <it's> just like <laughs> just to be specific. Yeah. So uh, in yeah. terms of uh, overreaching, I hope this isn't the their pinnacle. Pinnacle. Right. Uh, I hope they'll continue and make awesome shit. I know of a lot of uh, especially metalcore bands lately that has come out with such great production value yeah that they just blast off and kick out all their great ideas in their first album uh, second album becomes never better than the first one and third album becomes rubbish yeah I've seen that a lot lately yeah. so I'm just I, I just wish this these guys are all the best yeah just crack on i agree I hope I hope it, the next one become good and the third one even better I'm looking forward to seeing what what comes out of these guys yeah yeah same. so A
0: thought just came to mind as you were talking there um, wondering whether they're going to continue down this track of um, concept albums so I just googled uh, Mordrake and what I found was I'll just read this straight from Wikipedia Edward Mordrake Mm -hmm. is the subject of an urban legend who was according to the legend born in the 19th century heir to an English peerage and had a face on the back of his head the face could only laugh or cry, so interesting to see whether wild. that's actually that's what's wild. going on. But you know, it's sexual.
1: I'll, sure. I'll
0: jump. I'll jump into my thoughts. Um, uh, I said this before. I'm not a big death deathcore fan, but I can certainly appreciate when somebody does something really well. You are is, now. Well, yeah, I'm definitely. Um, you guys simon you'll have to give me some other bands that i need to get into i would love to yeah but um i think you know what sets this apart for me is definitely the storytelling aspect mm. the conceptual stuff aaron i think you did a really eloquent job of summing up all the technical like uh, merits to this album but i i think just and, and simon you mentioned this before almost like watching a movie like back when you kind of know what happens and picking up on things yeah. that you hadn't seen before once you know the concept and you go back and you check the lyrics and you you cross-reference details you yeah there. it's it's just it's just enjoyable every time to just go back and listen to the lyrics and and like pinpoint the parts of the story which were great
1: yeah.
0: um i just i appreciate the work that goes into making a concept like this and um for me i'm going to give it a seven out of ten cool and uh actually you know I for me personally, I think that's a really good mark because I wasn't really expecting to give it that high a mark. Certainly, when I saw the front cover, anyway. <laughs> certainly. Um, really.
1: Oh, if we're if we're letting that into yeah. the review, I have to. No, no, bit, no, but, you know, no, no, you don't. No, know.
0: <laughs> Take a mark off of the cover. That's yeah.
1: why it's a separate vote on the album. Mark. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I know we're taking a piss out <laughs> yeah. of him, but you know, keep cracking on because he's. Sorry, the, guys. The, yeah. the, the artist is doing some fantastic work nowadays.
0: Yeah. And yeah. he lives he lives in Newcastle, so you know give the guy some credit for that yeah so eight nine seven yep nine eight seven that's pretty good um all right so i mean we normally do uh, a little bit of a legacy um look at the the band the album what kind of impact it's had on set but because uh xenobiotic is such a this is such a recent release and um they haven't been going for all that long. There's not much that we can kind of gain from any of the set lists, really. Um, Simon, you mentioned that their their second album, More Drakes, coming out on February 21st. So it'll be interesting to see
1: that. Check that out. I mean, just from you, you've got Spotify open. I think uh, the you know the most played song is like I think the most of it is twenty thousand listens Tw- or 22, something.
0: Twenty-two thousand. Oh. 22,886 who right? Right. He, he dwells in grime So that's yeah. and the album art has improved already 1-0 to Aaron oh the album art for the new one looks really really good yeah it looks really good we won't try and pronounce the artist for that one but it's a um, Polish
1: artist and he's done some fantastic uh, work for he, he's a fine arts painter but he he, he just paints the uh, it's, it's dark and it's grim grim, grim stuff yeah. very beautiful uh, full of colour lovely work yeah
0: great all right guys i think we'll wrap it up here um thanks for joining us simon Pleasure. hopefully you'll you'll come back for another episode sometime in the future aaron thanks for joining me again cheers guys um just so you guys know uh, you can find the podcast on instagram and twitter and the email account is metal podcast at gmail.com if you like what you're hearing please uh, rate review and subscribe to the podcast and we'll see you next time